Blog Talk Radio.
ha, fooled you. You just thought, well, I play one song all this time. But guess what? We switched it up today, and I'm going to tell you why. Hello, everyone. You are welcome to the Bonnie Albers On Air Show, and I am the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I have a fabulous show, great conversations, and I see all you peeps out there, and I love it. We do the show for you, and when you're here with us, we can feel it, and we are all about love and spreading that sunshine. Today, I have a pa- you know my panel. They are the best experts in the world, in the universe, and I am so excited to bring them here today. So I am going to bring in Jerry Humphreys first. So, Jerry, hi. Hi, Bonnie. I am so excited. Hi, everybody. I know you're going to I know you, and I want to say before I actually start telling you why I put this song on, because I know Jerry knows, um, and probably everybody knows, because most of you are psychic, but we have a heck of a month with all kinds of full moons, new moons, with planets in retrograde, and the first one is today, and it is the full moon in Aquarius. Hey, and that song was all about Aquarius, and the sun is the sign of Aquarius is the moon is because there's two planets that don't move, which is Cancer and uh, and August, which is Leo, and the moon represents Cancer, but the sun represents Leo. So I felt that this song was so apropos for everyone, and I can't wait to talk about this month with astrology in just a second, but. I want to thank everyone for coming. Bryn, thank you for all of your compliments. I am so happy. And hi, Bo. For everybody new here, I'm so excited to see you. And I can't wait to delve into the subject we have for you today. But before we actually begin our subject, I want to tell you a little bit about what's happening in the sky. So, Jerry, you know we got a heck of a month in August coming up, don't you? Yes, I'm afraid that uh, you're far more up on the astrology side of things than I am, but we do have two full moons in August, one today, and I we believe do. the other one's on the last day of August, the 31st. You're, I can tell you this. You've got six of big planets in retrograde. We have kind of touched on that, I think, a week ago, that because people were feeling like weird energy and everything. Well, now I can tell you why. You've got the six big planets in retrograde. Mercury is going retrograde, Jar, at the end of the month. So you'll be able to feel that one. And it's all about, because it is so heavy into retrograde this month, it's going to bring back old friends, old people, old ways of thought, old jobs, old correspondence, anything that needs to be re-brought in either because it didn't end well, it needs a different ending, or it maybe will give you a choice. Hey, I have all this new, but the old is coming back. Maybe I prefer that. Only a word of caution. If they were old, they might be old for a reason. So you just have to weigh out what you feel. Now, Aquarius is the, is the energy today, and that's why I played this song. Um, if you know Aquarius, it's an air sign. So it's all about the forward way of thinking. And now you have a full moon. 
So what does that mean? Are you going backwards? Or is it things will be brought to light that maybe you were thinking or feeling about um, because you're forward thinkers in the emotional realm, and it's going to come at you very, very quickly. So for all of you who've been crying, you've been like, hey, what is this? I don't know why I'm so emotional. What is going on? It is this month. So there are plenty of astrologists on YouTube. I really love one. Uh, I think his last name is Arundel, A-R-O-N-D-E-L-L, Patrick Arundel. I really love it because he explains it to where I can understand it. And, man, he had a lot to say. There's a lot of astrologists I watch on YouTube if I'm trying to to either quantify or letting me know that, yeah, what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, what my guides are telling me, why, and they usually explain it. So for everyone out there, just know that August is going to be a funky month. It's going to be one of ups and downs, being brought back to life, being brought back ideas that you, especially with Aquarius right now, ideas and we're in the back burner are starting or will start to come to light and say, hey, well, maybe it's time to start that new business. Maybe it's time to bring this forward. So I want to hear from everyone at the end of the month. Tell me what you felt about this month. You know, energies, you know, shift one way or the other. So, you know, we started at the end of July, really, and it'll go way through September. Jerry, I pulled a card. And after I pull the card, we're going to find out what animal is for today that you bring through. But today I brought through the, I love it, the pink lily. You know, I'm all about pink because, you know, I'm a girl and a girly. And my daughter had a pink wedding cake and she loves pink. And then lily is my favorite flower. For anyone who knows me, I love African lilies, pink lilies, tiger lilies. I love how they look. Still can't figure out how the universe or God, whoever you want to say, made all these different flowers and why they have stripes and colors and everything. If somebody can explain that to me, I would love to know. But lilies have a thing in my heart. I wanted to name my daughter Lily, but my husband didn't. Um, so we named her something else that began with an L. And uh, she called herself Lily for the longest time until she was about six or in first grade. They made her use her actually real name. So this is the Lily, the pink Lily. And it says, stand by your commitment. I love this for everybody because in the month of August, it might be tough for you because of all the retrogrades that you make commitments that you might not be able to keep at that moment. But it says, you're strong enough to keep the promise that you've made. Don't back out now. Your angels believe in you. So this is for everyone listening. There's somebody that needs to know that. Actually, we all do. I mean, I break commitments sometimes. I don't like it, but I do. Um, And usually I don't, you know, I feel really bad about it. But if everyone knows me, I'm an on-the-fly girl. And I try to keep my commitments, and I really do. Sometimes they can't be kept. So this month, it's really important that you stand by your commitments. And if you can't, at least give people notice or your job notice or your friends notice. 
because that's what counts. Jerry, what's the card, the animal card for today? I just must just say, though, that um, I was crying earlier on. You were? Uh, it's when I heard you singing. Yeah, it's when I heard you singing <laughs> along to the song. Um, now, the, there are two medicine animals for today. The medicine animal for the month is the otter, which is obviously water. Um, and it's, the otter connects with families uh, in particular. Uh, very strong female energy. Uh, so it looks to female members of families in particular, maybe to sort out issues, uh, eradicate problems, etc. The medicine animal for the day is the eagle, which, which is air. So that we've got both the air and water coming in. Wow. And the eagle is about releasing the past um, in particular. So it very much ties in with the full moon, which full moons represent endings. So it's a great day today for ending anything, particularly within family situations, that needs to be resolved and let go of. And then the eagle encourages you to fly. No way, in, Jerry. Uh, start, start, start flying high and allow your intuition to take you where it needs to take you because this month could be quite significant when it comes to new things coming in. So that would tie in with what you said earlier. I love that. You can't, you know, you, you're in the UK for everyone. We're going to order go into credentials and where we are in just a minute um, before we get into our subject. But you're in the UK, okay, and I am in America or the US. I don't want to, everybody goes, what? Uh, and I'm in Florida, and we pull separate cards. We don't talk about our cards. And when you came on, oh, my gosh, you know, um, you, the Aquarius, which is the energy of today's full moon, is the water bear, is the water bear. So you see the Aquarius is you've got um, all kinds of things, one foot on the earth, one foot on, you know, in the stars. So for me, and you see the water, actually the water bear is Virgo, but you see that. And if you look at what Aquarius looks like, it's emotional, but grounded in the air. So to me, that is the perfect, perfect card you pulled. And then to pull an air card, you know, how can you get this, you know, how can you just make this stuff up? You can't. And I just love when the cards actually resonate with what we're doing in two different countries. So thank you for that. Uh, I do want to tell everybody I started a new channel, and I'll let Jerry talk and tell you how to get a hold of him. I started a new channel on Instagram. Please, I love doing Instagram because you get to see me. You can actually go there and you can press the button and I can see you and talk to you or you can just write me. And I don't know how to work it that well yet, but every day except on Tuesday, Monday through Friday, I'm pulling cards and taking questions and I'm bringing people in. So yesterday was a really mind-boggling day. I was so happy to see uh, one of the callers, Francesca, on there and I actually brought her in. But and then I'm on Instagram, but then I'm on some kind of TikTok. So please, if you see me there, um, follow me. But I don't really know what I'm doing as far as the technical part, but I'm trying. So it's all new. I know Jerry's been on there. And uh, what next time, Jerry, I'm on, join me, and I'll, and I'll put you on so everyone can see you and we can actually talk together. And we do definitely do subjects. But if you want to get a hold of me, 
and anybody on my show, please email me at balbers714 at aol.com and put in the subject show. That way I'll answer you. So you can let us know how we're doing. You could let us know if there's topics you want to talk about. And if you want to buy a reading from any one of us and you can't get a hold of like Jerry or Grant or Kelly or Brenda from their site or their email, just let me know who you want and I'll make sure that I get the message over to them and then you can book one. You know, you got holidays coming up before you even even blink an eye and we're the greatest for that too. So um, please think about that and we are great gifts. So Jer, tell everybody how to get a hold of you, please. Um, you can find me on um, social media, Instagram, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, if you want to email me, the best way probably is to email Bonnie first at her email address and she will forward your emails on uh, to me. Although my email address is uh, jerryhumphreys67 at outlook.com. If you go into Google and type in animal communication, uh, I generally come up quite quick in the uh, in the rankings, so you'll find me that way as well. So that's the best way forward, through or via social media. Uh, Bryn is writing that there's no sound. There's no sound on the show, Bryn? That's really crazy. Um, uh-huh. So he's writing, he's in chat. Um, let me answer him, Bryn. Bryn. Can you hear? Can can you hear? Oh, this is really crazy because we can hear each other. Isn't that crazy? But like three people have already um, broken off, and I'm thinking that or feeling that they might not. It says no, they can't hear us. So why? Um, it isn't us because I see everybody. It's got to be. It says, no, there's silence. Oh, okay. Well, um, we did a great job talking to each other, so I'm not quite sure. Let me pick up somebody from chat and see if they are from, um, and see, it says, yes, there is sound. Yes, there is sound. Okay. So I guess the sound is back for everybody. We just talked about a lot of stuff. And I I don't even know where it left off. So if you can tell us when was when did we drop off? But anyway, we have a great 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 subject. I'm hoping that you heard the beginning of the show, and it says can't hear anyone. Yes, there is sound. So uh, Bryn, you might want to drop off and come right back in if everybody else can, because I'm hearing Bo, uh, Bo say yes, there is sound. So. Um, Bo, if you're hearing me, can you write again? Um, it says, you have been audible through the whole show so far. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Bo. Bryn, it might be on your end. So, sweetie, if you can just maybe hang up or um, click out of your um, your site and then come on back in. Well, I'm glad about that. Thank you, Bo, because I was ready to – ah. anyway, um, Jerry is a wonderful, I was going to say, he not only is a pet communicator, because he's got a list of stuff. He's, you know, he doesn't tell you he's a Reiki master. He's a metaphysical teacher that we all, all take lessons from, because who doesn't want to go to the next level, even if you're at the top, there's always more to learn. And Jerry 
seems to be there. Um, I don't even know where his lid is. So for you, anyone who's beginning midi, intermediate, or advanced, please get a hold of Jerry. He does teach um, private lessons, and he also has groups. The other thing he doesn't tell you about is he might do animals. But, man, I think I, I would say the humans are animals because he does humans really well, too. So there you go, Jerry. Since you aren't giving yourself a great uh, lead-in, I will. And you're an expert in your field. Now, today, I will bring this subject up, and I love what we're talking about. It kind of goes along with last week's show. So last week, we talked about, um, you know, the hereafter. What we were going to do was talk about reincarnation, because it's going to take us a couple shows to actually do that. And the following shows after that, I just didn't know what to do first, NDEs or reincarnation. So, Jerry, what do you feel from your guides is more appropriate today? I would say probably from what I'm um, sensing amongst other listening peoples, uh, yeah, definitely reincarnation. Bryn is still not able to get to hear us. Bo, I'm going to ask you to maybe write Bryn in chat because you're in there with him and ask him why he can't. Maybe you can help him solve the issue because he's saying that he and people are dropping off on our phone lines, too, and I'm assuming they can't hear, Jer. But let's try the let's try talking about reincarnation, see how far we get. Um, What's the definition for you or what do you feel? reincarnation is, Jerry, for you? That's a very big question. Um, it is oh, yeah, on a very that, big show. It is suggested that if a life lesson is not learned in an earth life, say, for example, in this earth life, that we are given the choice of whether we wish to come back and reincarnate in another soul, as in an, and it doesn't mean to say we reincarnate as a male. If you're a man, you might you might come back as a woman. Uh, I don't your want to. Your soul can reincarnate. No, no, my luck. I'd come back as your next door neighbour. Um, <laughs> as long as I come back as a female, I'll be okay. It's possible that we get we are able to reincarnate uh, in order to um, either relearn the lessons that we've missed out on, uh, relive an experience that we've missed out on. It's a very broad subject because, as I said, it's not anything that can be necessarily proven, although it is suggested through, I don't know, you could say, oh, doesn't my great-grandson look like his mother? Or look like my mother, rather. You know, it, it, you get certain traits appearing in, in family members, maybe two or three generations down. Um, and you don't need, and it's not even necessary that you get born into the same family either. You could be born into a different culture, into a different country. It, again, it depends on what you feel that you have learned when you're standing in the halls of healing once your spirit is transcended back into the light as to what uh, is presented to you as you have an option to go back and relive this, either to correct something, relive a karmic path that hasn't worked out for you, 
and try to put things right. So reincarnation, so to say, it's a very broad and big subject. And I get asked a lot, uh, people who've lost um, animal companions, do I feel that, animal, that their animals can reincarnate into another, into another soul? Well, it's possible. I'm not saying it's not because we don't know. I don't know that it's not. Um, when would that happen? Ah, now there's a big question. When does it happen? Well, it might not happen for several generations. Some asked me, you know, so, could, it, could they not reincarnate within this lifetime? And I said, that is highly unlikely. People say, it's interesting that you say that, and then I want to bring something up, but people say, oh, I went to the animal store to get, I'm just bringing up the animals because I'll bring you a, a person one next, but uh, I went to the pet store and I could look in the eyes of that pet and I know that was my Mitzi or Moxie or Abigail. And it's interesting. So, Jerry, what you're saying is it's probably, could it be that they, they fade in very quickly to to make sure that you pick that pet and then they'll go back out or you just feel like it's something that humans think again it's very difficult because because we're so if we're talking about animals to start off with that we are so close to our animals and uh, because we seem to grieve more over our uh, animals when they pass than we do uh, the people it could be that there is an emotional connection between that person and the animal that they see, which they feel or think, should I say, is similar to the one that's just passed away. That doesn't mean to say that it, that it is. And you're right, it could be that the animal that has crossed over has popped back in just to guide the person to that particular new, uh, new dog, new cat or whatever, new rabbit. Um, because New tiger, zebra, llama. <laughs> because it knows that that animal will give that person a, a lot of um, happiness and fulfilment. So again, it, it, it is unlikely that an animal would reincarnate so quickly. As I said, it, from my experience, I feel that that can take several lifetimes, um, and it wouldn't necessarily even be in the same form. Well, you do know that, well, I have a, a theory about my pets, but I'm going to go into humans right now. There was a documented case, which is very interesting in India, and I'm, it was on TV. So I, it was about a 10-year-old boy. It's probably, he's probably now 20 or 18 or, you know, it was about five, six, eight years ago. Um, time is of the essence, not of the essence with me anymore. So this boy, when he was eight, kept saying that to his parents, you're not my parents. It's on the Discovery Channel. You're not my parents. I I lived in another village and described I was married and blah, blah, all kinds of things. And the parent, after a while, because he was so turned about eight years old, he he took them to the village. He showed them his house. They knocked on the door, and sure enough, that wife was there. I don't know how many years had gone by. I, it might be that she was the grandmother by then and verified everything he said. So for me, 
when I read that and actually saw it, I didn't even read it. It was on television and it was a, a, a mainstream channel. And it was, like I said, years ago, everybody could probably look this story up about the boy that reincarnated in India um, and went back to his village. Put that into the Google search. It was amazing when I, I watched riveted because see, I know there's reincarnation. Um, because I do feel that we bring pieces of ourselves or pieces of who we looked like or pieces of something back here. You might not, you yourself might not realize it, but I also know, Jerry, that Grant, um, he's not here yet, but he's not here today, but he, um, he was doing research on a man. I think he was 17 and they're writing a book about it. Uh, who re, he knew he took him all the way back. He gave them the name, the time he lived. He went back and researched it because there, it was a mainstream uh, person who's going to be doing this book and everything matched up. And when they held the pictures up, that boy looked exactly like in the 1700s who he reincarnated from. So it's just so amazing. What I can't you know, wrap my head around is, reincarnation like why who do we pick can we do you feel jerry that we can pick the people who we reincarnate um to or do you feel like it's random because you know can you say i want to be a female i want to be an opera singer i want to bring i want to be elon musk i want to be lady gaga or how much do we have control of when we reincarnate and how? Uh, again, very big question, because to me that would be decided by uh, higher spiritual energies that are in the halls of, uh, of healing. Uh, of, and there are many halls uh, in, in the spirit realm, as I understand it. And I, uh, my feeling is that we would not necessarily be given a choice, uh, but they would be able to send us to where they felt would give us uh, the most fulfillment and reward for whatever it is we are wanting to come back for. I've heard of this story about this young boy in India too, which I think is absolutely fascinating. And of course, the other thing is past life regression. When you take somebody back on the regressive path, past lives, it's, uh, which you just described as somebody who was yeah. born originally in the 1700s, that's what regression can show. And it's, it's amazing um, and fascinating as to what people are able to bring forwards when they're under regression. Uh, it's something that I've, I've worked with. Uh, I'm qualified and I'm an associate member of the Institute of Hypnotherapy. And past life regression is something that I specialized in. Uh, and it's, it is amazing what can come through but more importantly it's amazing what you can validate because the world these days is so open with the internet etc it's amazing what you can find out and to be able to validate the things that people bring through in regression is just incredible so that is no surprise to me but when you come back can you say I want to come back as or into this form or whatever I would say no that would be decided for us why do you feel that some people like that child knew everything the one from from india 
why was he allowed to do that, but we aren't? Is there a reason or is something not shut down when they come here? Would it should have been shut down? Or is it that we all have that ability, but we don't do it? Because I know when I came, I didn't know about, you know, I came and I was a kid. So why do some people, when they reincarnate, bring total recall and some don't? With, and I know this is speculation on your part, but it's it's a good conversation because that's what people are thinking or feeling. Like, why them and not me? Well, you know, I'm always about me. So okay. what do you feel, Jerry? Right. My, my opinion of people in India is they are some of the most spiritual people that walk on the face of the planet. I know yeah. that that's probably quite a controversial statement to make. There are lots of things we don't understand. There are lots of things that we can't prove. But every now and again, somewhere there is a happening that gives us more insight of what science says is a load of bunkum. Um, and I don't. I, I know this is crossing onto another path. It's like UFOs. There are even more UFO sightings. There was even one recently of, uh, of um, uh, a U.S. military pilot who had to avoid what he, in midair, what he described as uh, a rectangular object within a spherical, uh, a spherical energy form. There is so, there's so much more happening these days. Things like this are now starting to come to light because the scientific world is wonderful and without it, we wouldn't be on mobile phones, um, the internet, blog talk radio, etc. But the spiritual side of things, completely different ballgame. And I feel that now it is the universe's way of saying, hey, you've lived with science for so long, now you've got to start to see the truth about the spiritual side of life and where, where, it, is, where it is wanted to be and how we all perhaps need to adjust our way of thinking. So people like that young boy in India, I feel, was put there for a reason, and that reason for me would be, hey, there's more to life than just being born, paying taxes, and dying. I absolutely agree. I'm going to bring Brendan into this conversation in just a second, but I absolutely feel that we are going to be merging. It's in the light years, the, the age of Aquarius, which some people say are it's really not started, but we're in the pre, we're in the pre, um, making of Aquarius. That this is just the prelude to the Aquarian age, but it is going to go light years. And what we saw is, you know, if you looked at, and now we're off the subject of reincarnation, but light years from if you looked at Star Trek. Who wrote Star Trek? You know that it had to be spirit that was in there directing those shows. Because now, how many years later? You could probably ask William Shatner. He's still alive, believe it or not. Um, when they say, beam me up, Scotty, we're not far from that. Between black holes and, and folding time and now UFOs. And we know that there's going to be proof of people on other planets or they call them aliens. I don't like the word alien. So I'm going to say space beings. I don't know. And we're space beings to them. So I, I, I do believe, Jerry, that we're in the age of fast, fast merging. 
And within the next 100 years, which maybe is slow for us, but fast for the universe, we're going to see that merging uh, where you're not going to be able to separate science from spirit because it's all going to be one merging. And then when you're looking at science, they're also looking at the spiritual end of science with it, which will make a immersion type existence. How do you feel about that, Jerry? And then Brenda's on so she can answer too. I, I I would like people to think, the term is science fiction. Well, hang on a minute. You can't have both living under one umbrella. Science is fact. Fiction is not. But with the amount of progress that has been made, and, the, and as, as you said, Gene Roddenberry, who produced um, Star Trek. Um, yes. You look at other films, and my, obviously my favorite film is The Matrix. You look at I'm films like that, that and then, 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 then try and separate science from fiction the the answer is you can't because the gap is now so small that the two might even start to overlap where fiction becomes fact so that fiction-based reality of things being in space etc is no longer fiction it's a reality absolutely uh, I, you know, I'm always about reincarnation. I'm a, I, I always believe in, you know, Buddha and all that. That's a, a great, you know, example. It, it's interesting. Somebody showed me a movie. I, um, I, uh, Grant, I think, put up a movie that one of his friends produced called Zeitgeist. I didn't watch part two, but part one is actually something about that. Um, I don't really know what that word means, but I think it's German. But uh, it's about things that have happened all over the world. Um, that all merge and it, it, at one specific time. So I love the reincarnation bit. And I love that we, we to me, I always knew we re- reincarnated. It's just nothing I ever thought wasn't. But, you know, my husband, who's a muggle, um, he said to me that until you can show me that spaceship and you can show me that space person walking out of that spaceship, he will never believe it. And he is a scientist. He's a science order, or, uh, guy. But I, I, what I said to him last night is, sweetheart, it's coming. I'll be able to do that very soon. So for everyone, and when we pick you up, you please let us know. But uh, I do believe science nonfiction is going to be merging in the next 100 years. And we'll be looking down because I won't be around. I wish I was. But, and I hope I don't reincarnate that soon. I just want to go and have fun up there. So I, you know, I'm going to look down and say, hey, we all told you so. So that is, you know, part of why I want to see it happen. Go ahead, Jer. Just, just before you bring Brendan up, just to, to give you the, the, the definition of zeitgeist, um, it's a noun. Uh, and zeitgeist, which is obviously German, uh, it means the defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history are shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. So that is zeitgeist. That is the official Oxford English Dictionary definition. I love that because this piece is all about, and it's something I know everyone will have to watch it if you want to talk about it. It is about religious beliefs but not religion, and it's about what happened on the earth with all these prophets and why we concentrated on just one. So it's really interesting um, I felt it was interesting. So for anybody that wants to go to YouTube, just go ahead and download it. 
Um, but thank you, Jerry. I love that you did that. It's exactly what this is about. Now, part two is about 9-11, and I didn't watch it because I don't feel like I'll probably agree. So I didn't want to get mad at it. So I just decided not to watch it. But part one, yes, I did. Okay, so Brenda, we were talking about reincarnation, honey. And um, I know that we both explain what we feel about reincarnation. What do you feel about the term reincarnation, and how do you personally feel about it? Well, first of all, I have a question. I was in chat. I would love. I'm going to have to listen back because I would love to hear what Jerry just said. But I was in chat talking to somebody in there, and you know how it's hard to. Uh, I can multitask, but yes. sometimes I can't hear both. So um, the. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask is, what's the name of the show? I don't think um, I caught that. I'm not so sure they caught that in chat. Okay, it's called Zeitgeist on YouTube. It's Z-E-I-G-H-T, Geist. I don't know how to spell it, but I, I, can, I don't know how to put it up in blog talk, but I have it on my phone. So it was sent by YouTube, well, I, but well, I will... Um... Can you spell oh, it, Bonnie, okay. or... Like what to begin yeah, with? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Z-E-I-G-E-I-S-T, Zeit, Z-E-I-T-G-E-I-S-T, Zeitgeist, all one word. So Z as in zebra, E-I-T-G-E-I-S-T, correct? That's it, G-E-I-S-T, Zeitgeist. G-E-I-S-T, okay, Zeitgeist, okay. Uh-huh. Well, the guy who sent it to me is on right now. So, um, Grant, before I actually bring you on, um, uh, oh, you know what? It, it, I, I don't know. Is this? Uh, I don't know. Grant, is this you? No, it isn't Grant. Oh, okay, Bob. I'll be bringing you in in a few minutes. Um, Grant actually sent it to me, guys. Um, it's really interesting. His friend did it. So please watch it. Just watch it's one, you know, because I don't know what two is, and I don't like to promote something that I don't know until I've watched it. But it is about the time, and it's very interesting, and it's something I always knew. So when I see it coming out on a on a on a uh, video, I'm I'm feeling, hey, you know, I already knew that, but maybe nobody else does because I, there was a lot of history that I didn't know in it, and why I felt that way. So Jerry, I would love you to watch it. Brenda, I would love you to watch it. And anybody listening, please let me know how you feel about it because part one really, really described a lot of what I feel. I just didn't know um, dates and times and all that that stuff. So, Brenda, we were talking about, uh, right now we forget, reincarnation. And it jumped to several different other things. But, Again, what do you feel about reincarnation? Carnations. <laughs> carnations. I love I carnations. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I crack myself up all the time. Go ahead. <laughs> um, well, obviously, I believe in that. And I, don't, I didn't hear the conversation because I wasn't here. I apologize. But, um, the, uh, you know, I've obviously been raised with my mother in this field for since the 60s. I have... Um, you know, grown to become very aware and believe very much so. There's so many stories out there, TV shows on the subject and everything. So, yes, I do believe in it. I've had personal experiences with my past lives and, you know, so, yes, of, 
I believe in that wholeheartedly. Well, you know what, I, I, guys, because I, past lives is part of reincarnation. Um, Jerry is a licensed hypnotherapist. He does this for a living. He just doesn't say it on there. I don't know, Jerry, do you have to be in person to do it, or can you do it on Skype, or how do you do it when you take somebody back? And a lot of times, uh, before you answer that, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say the answer is a short one. No, it has to be done in person. That's what I feel like. Um, I tried myself about 15 years ago, and he threw me out after five hours. But Regina took my place and went right under. So it is not an (laughs) – well, he threw me out because I was – oh, my God. Anyway, um, it was a very interesting thing that happened. But uh, Past Lives, to me, the best book ever written, and I guess I I didn't even bring this up because – reincarnation just started to bloom um about 40 years ago a guy wrote a book and he is a doctor dr brian weiss and he was out of harvard it was many lives many masters i've given it to many people in fact i bought so many copies and nobody gave them back that i didn't have one for myself until recently but that started me off on probably all the past life regression and reincarnation bit, even though I knew it existed way back. But he brought it to the forefront of reality for doctors, for people. Now, you could say you didn't believe him, but it's very different because what he did it for, and then he found out that taking somebody back is also, will also bring his, his future, is that he wanted to cure phobias and fears which is interesting, Jerry, as part of your practice, did you do that, and is that what your regressions were about? Uh, Brian Weiss, uh, Dr. Brian Weiss, amazing man. Um, He actually brought this through because I believe he had an NDE uh, of his own, so that's why he decided that he needed to investigate it further. Um, If you um, Google him and look for some of his CDs, which are still available, some of the CDs that he has produced are amazing and, and for self-meditation. And even although he says that you can do this yourself and, and do regression, oh, I never it's think. still, in, in my opinion, it's still better to have um, a qualified hypnotherapist, as Brian Weiss is, um, to take you down the path and, and through the process. Um, but an amazing and his CDs are fascinating to listen to and he does all sorts of shit on fears and phobias and all sorts well that's you know there's a there's a guy by the name of um Michael Newton I'm sure he's written many books I saw him too yeah Michael Newton (laughs) I know him too well his you know he's passed but there is someone, yeah. and I may have told you about this, Bonnie, there is someone named Jimmy Quast who has continued his work in Maryland. So if, mm-hmm. if anybody ever wants to look him up, I've had, I've referred a couple people to him, and um, he's done regressions on people I know, and as phenomenal experiences that they've had. So, Well, I, I had one in Miami that was the disciple of, Michael Newton when he was alive because when I was there that's who he called but you know um, and I couldn't do it Uh, he wrote the books uh, Journey of Souls um, and there's a three other trilogy in there guys it's pretty thick but it's super interesting I always feel like the first book is the best second book was eh 
for the third book, I didn't, I liked it, Discovery of Souls or whatever. But the first one is so mind-blowing that, I, I, you know, read them all. They're all really good, and, and they'll take you right to that. But I know that, Jerry, when you do regression therapy or when you do do regression, what was your, what was, the reason you did it was it to take people back to see who they were in a past life or was it more to do the medicinal type of thing by trying to heal a lot of those fears and phobias that they bring uh, with them possibly from past lives that was uh, that was the main um call that i had was because it is as you said quite rightly that we bring into this current earth life fears or phobias from past lives that nowadays it is believed that to heal the triggers uh, would actually be able to heal the, the, the present whereas in the past it wasn't considered that that was either feasible or reliable way of doing it it's now been shown that it is so um, yeah in the regressions that I've done um, I've taken people back into past lives to find the triggers and release those trigger points. I love that because, you know, um, this girl that he talks about in his first book, and then we're going to get to the audience, but, and Vince, you are on. I'm going to find you because I promise you you'd be on the first time this week. Um, uh, what I was going to tell you is what he, his whole journey in the first book, Many Lives, Many Masters, was about a girl in the hospital, uh, Brian Rice. Brian Weiss is a psychiatrist and a hypnotherapist, as Jerry said. Uh, he wanted, they said that she had so many fears making in the cafeteria that they were going to have to get rid of her. But they suggested her seeing uh, Dr. Weiss because uh, they didn't want to get rid of her. She was a really good employee, but she had all kinds of fears about water and that. And he took her all the way back, and he still wouldn't have believed this to this day because he loved his craft and he brought her through and he found out why and she drowned in a lifetime and brought in the fears and phobias but then when she got up she said i see your son and your son wants to say hello well she wouldn't have known his son his son died at six or whatever of a, a terrible heart congenital heart problem and she went in and told him that and he was so floored by what she brought through that was his journey in bringing past lives and metaphysical together. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to see, is everybody ready? Unless, Brandy, you didn't get to talk much. Do you have anything you'd like to add to that conversation? Nope, I'm, I'm good. Sorry, I didn't get in on the first part, so it's hard when you're not in on the first part <laughs> to yeah. chime in. So. You're tardy to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, tardy I'm gonna, to the yeah, party again. Say, you're tardy to the party and now you get the evil eye, which I would never give you. You know, I don't love evil eyes. But, um, and, and, uh, but Jerry had it the last time. So how about if we say I'm going to give you a carnation? That's better. So there anyway, <laughs> I am going to get to I, – I, I, I feel like, Vince, you might be at 203, but I promised I would pick you up so you are going to be on with us. Hi, Vince. Hello? Okay, so I'm going to put you on hold unless look um, we can get to anybody. 310, is this Vince? Yes, it is. How are you? Vince, oh, my gosh. I, I, I knew that I would get you. 
and I know that you've waited a long time. You know we're a talk show, so sometimes we just love to talk, and I love these subjects that we bring in. But you were on with us well, last just, week, so Phyllis, go ahead. Well, it's just because you bring bring up so many interesting and amazing topics that a lot, a lot of people to this day still find taboo, you know, um, but like life of past and, and uh, future lives and, you know, um, and, and just in general, like the, I, I've come to realize through experience that organized religion does not believe in this kind of stuff that you guys are talking about and they frown on it because what I found that they, they fear that it takes business away from them and they can't yeah. scam any more money from, from people who they want it from the most. Um, Go watch the, the Zeitgeist. You're going to be very interested, Vince, in Zeitgeist. It's about this whole subject, about money yeah. and church and state and all that kind of stuff yeah. and what, what actually religion was made and why it was. But it also takes you into the different parts of the world. And it's just super interesting how all this came up. So go ahead and watch it, and then you can tell us what you think. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, do you ever see? Uh, did you ever see or hear of a movie called Audrey Rose? It. Um, I think uh, Michael Caine is, and it was. It was made in the eighties, um, and it was about a um, you, this little. No, I'm asking Jerry or or Brenda. Did you ever watch oh. the movie Audrey Rose? Is that, the, is that an exorcism movie? Michael King, I think, is uh, one, the star in it. And what happens is his daughter and his wife got into a car accident many years ago. And uh, the car went up in flames. The mother died instantly in the car. And, and the little girl, her name was Audrey Rose. She couldn't get out of the car, and she burned alive um, in the car. And it turns out that this couple had a daughter that she would wake up and, and, and you know, like screaming. Well, I mean, she didn't wake up, but she would be screaming in this state of sleep and banging on the window trying to get out of the bedroom um, because she was going back to that life. And uh. there was one time where they showed her banging on the window in the middle of winter in her uh, apartment in New York. And her hands were bandaged because they got burnt somehow. And Michael Caine um, was the father, and he found this family, and he said that he went to India, and they described uh, who she is, where she lives, and the whole ceiling, the whole place, the, what it looked like and everything. So it was a really trippy movie. You, you know, for anybody who's, who's in it, um, you know, you got to see it. It's just a, it's such an amazing movie. And deals with this stuff, so, and I know that we myself, love that. Um, yeah, and I know myself. Like I, I had dreamt um, many times that I walked uh, these cobblestones and cobbles, uh, cobble streets in um, London, England, and I then I saw a documentary uh, where people people said that they had visited um, when they passed over. They had visited. Um, these cobblestones, and they felt like, you know, from the 1800s in London, England, and then they've come back to life describing it. So it's wow. just really amazing how this stuff is. And there was a doctor 
who never believed in this stuff. He was, he was a surgeon. And so what he did was one time he put some items up on a ledge in an operating room uh, on the person he was operating on to see what would happen. And one of the patients that he operated on, um, his a lot of times, because uh, I read about this, and a lot of times people who feel a great deal of pain or when they're in a state of uh, 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 a major sleep state, like, you know, you're going through an operation, they have a tendency for their soul to leave the body at the time and just float above them, and they can watch everything going on, or they can visit wow. wherever they are, or they can go, whatever. And this one guy, after the operation, when he came to, he told the doctor that he floated out of his body and he saw the, these objects that were on the ledge above him. And he described the objects to a T. Like he said, there was a pair of tennis shoes for our, our running shoes, um, and he described them to a T. And then there were a couple of things. So the doctor was so fascinated about it, and he never believed in this stuff until this guy did it. And it wasn't the first time he had done it with, the, you know, he had done it with other patients. So now it's like you're right that the veil is thinning, and there's there's going to be yeah. more and more. We're going to come together to the side to see what's ahead of us or see how we had lived behind us. And the only bad thing is about it is if you if you look at history i feel strongly and i've read about this that napoleon and hitler and now trump are all one and the same people because napoleon was a um, horrific dictator um who tried to take over the world when he was leader of france and the last 16 years of his life he ended up living in a prison um and Hitler was facing prison time for us his life that they had captured him or they would have tortured him and he ended up killing himself but he was again the same mentality that Napoleon was that he was so obsessed with taking over the world and, and controlling the world and uh, that'll happen as and, history keeps coming back and everybody and I'll yeah. let everybody weigh in on this you do know that that there's evil. I don't like calling. I hate the word evil because I don't like evil. I don't really love even talking about it. But there's evil as well as good. There's good and evil, yin and yang. There has to right. be dark to, darkness to shine to make sure the light shines through. And it's choices we make. So I believe you're right. I believe that all these people, or pseudo summit, you know, they they all represent um, pieces of power, um, power. Uh, greed, evil, that comes down every 50 or 100 years. Because it's to see if, I believe, it's to see if we've learned the lessons to not allow this to happen. And I believe we are, we are, we are getting better at learning those lessons. So I, right. I see where you're going with that. So what else do you feel? Is there, and, and please tell us if there's anything you want to know. Well, um I know that um, many years ago, um, this was when I was living in, uh, and it's back in Toronto, I had just lost my job. I, I was going through a transition. I had just lost but everything you can imagine. Um, and I was getting, I was trying to figure out how I, I want to move to uh, California and to pursue an acting career. And then 
what happened was um, my grandfather, who I, I had only seen once in my life when I was five years old, um, him and my dad hated each other. And my my um, grandfather had died, and I really didn't think anything of it. Well, I was in a sleep state one time uh, as a real deep sleep state, and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, I felt like someone's hand was on my back, so I couldn't move. And then a few seconds later, I woke up abruptly, and I, and I looked around, who's there? And there was nobody there. It was just, you know, just me, and it was dark and everything. So then I went back to sleep, and a couple of nights later, I had the same recurring dream. Well, I happened to know this guy who was a channeler at the time um, in the area, so I went to see him, and he knew nothing about me, nothing about my background, anything. And he told me that when he went into his channeling, he told me that it was a grandparent. He felt like it was a, a father figure, like a grandparent who just died. Yeah. You're mentioned in his will. And um, some members of your family are going to try to scam you for your money, so he's warning you to protect yourself. And I didn't think of anything of it, but a month later, my aunt called me, and I was very close to my aunt. I always have been, and she called me, and I came over, and she told me that you were mentioning your grandfather's will. Um, and um, there are certain family members who made themselves executive of the will. So I knew right away I had to protect myself because otherwise I wasn't going to get anything at all. And yeah. it was just really trippy that that would happen. And it's been things like that happen to me all the time. So it's, it's just um, when you open yourself up to it, you can, it's just, there's some things that, that just amazes, amazing to you that, yeah. um, you know, messages well, that you get and everything. Well, let me ask you, Vince, because I think we touched on this last week, and then, you know, I want to ask you if what's going on this week with you and if you you, you want us to tap in anything. But you yeah. you need to oh, – well, I, you have been. you And I told you this last week. You are metaphysical. If you can feel this, see this, and and you need to tap into that reality for you. And I, and I feel you do. But you need to bring that with you and research stuff that you're going to be comfortable with because when you don't mix that with your 3D world, it, it, it throws you off kilter. I can feel it in you. So, you know, last week I told you that you're going to have to, because you're metaphysically bring, metaphysical, bring that in your world some way. So what do you want to know from us that would, you know, I know last week you were feeling pretty bad. How are you feeling this week? And, and can we tap into anything for you more? Or yeah, Jerry, or um, actually, actually, before I ask you, Jerry and Brenda, are you picking up anything as I'm saying this? Uh, at this moment, uh, what I was picking up, um, Vince, is when you felt that hand on your back. Now, that to me is actually, if it was a to me was representative or symbolic of a healing energy and somebody who was trying just to obviously if they wanted your attention but to me that was a healing issue a healing um, dream going on and the fact that it happened on more than one occasion 
Um, and they always say that, that it's, it's recurring dreams that have the strongest message, obviously. Uh, but to me, it just felt there was a lot of healing energy going on from the spirit that had their hand on your back through to you. Um, and as Bonnie said, it's pretty very interesting to see what happens for you should you really decide to start to tap into this metaphysical world properly because I feel you've got a lot that you can bring through for people. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, you know, I hate to, to keep touting everybody's horn here, which I do because I have the experts. My experts are the experts' experts. You know, you can also, if you don't know where to start, um, and I don't know which time frame is, but you can get a hold of Jerry because he teaches from the beginning to the end. If I told you about people who were just like you that are definitely metaphysical but didn't know how to put it all together, he, you know, the classes he puts together – um, will actually steer you in that direction. and But you can't just take it once. It's, it, it, it's an ongoing thing, and you should get a hold of Jerry right. because it might be great for you. But So go yeah. ahead. What, Brenda, Brenda, are you picking up anything? I don't want I don't want you to say anything, Vince, until then you can tell us. I want to see what Brenda's picking okay. up. Brenda, are you picking up um, anything on him? I, uh, you know, I'm feeling a lot of doors opening and forward movement for you. So not only in your, I, you know, to kind of expand on what Jerry was saying, I wholeheartedly agree, but there, there's just so much more coming for you once you start opening up your gifts. And I do agree, Jerry's an awesome teacher, excellent teacher. He can help you with that. But as far as your life in general, just, you know, doors opening, I feel like, I I don't remember what you asked last week, but I feel like a new job or new career opportunities coming your way. So I just feel like doors opening. Uh, so be ready to grab a hold of what's coming your way. Okay. Yeah. And um, and I got And I got so, to tell you before you ask. I know we're kind of overtaking this, but I keep hearing the song "Hotel California." Who is it by the Eagles? Why do I hear that yes. song with you? Why do I hear that song I, with you? You know, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, a Hotel California, the song itself doesn't mean much to me, but there are two other songs on that album that I just fell in love with. Um, one of them is Wasted Time. It's a really beautiful song. And then the uh, there's another one. I can't remember the uh, uh, the title, but... One of the, some of the lyrics is um, um, that these people came down and raped the land, meaning that um, there were uh, organized groups like religion who came down and then tried to brainwash people and fooling people into saying, "Hey, this is a three dollar bill and it's good for anywhere you want to use it," type of thing, you know. Um, Trying to remember the name of the song, but those two songs Bosla? have a good. What's that? Meaning for you? I, I just I just hear Hotel California, which is the name of the yeah. album. I think is, is Hotel. So right. I, I as long as it's, you can it's take the name that of the album. because yeah. Now I love the yeah. song. I have to love it, but it's about drugs. So I'm <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, and that's not what I'm hearing for you. But I keep seeing that album, Hotel California. So either something, which I'm glad you, you, you told us two songs meant something to you, um, but um, 
there's something there that you need to look at. If something is meant for you, start looking at that album because I do feel that there's something in that album, one of those songs that's, that mean, that's going to be um, important for you. So, okay, now you can ask us what you want. Vince, go ahead. Okay. Well, I know you said that there's a new job coming, but now I finally got a hold of the doctor, and um, and uh, I have uh, he's going to do a um, a meeting with the doctor on Thursday about my wrist and where I'm at with that, mm-hmm. and if I can go back to work on like to do the antivirus heals. Um, but in the meantime, I'm st- I still am looking for work. Now, you, you guys said last week to me that, and even you reiterated, there is a new job coming for me very soon. Um, yeah. You were more like Mike, early fall, um, beginning of so September, October, somewhere in there. Now, I'm wondering, is this a new job or is this a job that I got uh, dismissed from in February and if they're going to give me another chance? What's funny is, guys, and then I'll hand you over to Jerry. I think he did answer you last week, and so, and I think we all did. But you know that this month in August is all about six retrograde planets, and I feel like I know you were on listening. Um, it's all about jobs, people, relationships, things coming back to you. That didn't end right, and it's really heavy this month. So I feel if I remember, but I don't know, I, you know, because, I, you know, the spirit goes through all of us and I, you know, once we say it, it's done. But I feel that Jerry or one of you said that there were two, yes, that that would come back, but there's also something else and it would be up to you. Is right. that what you said, Jerry? Or am I, am I, am I overstepping yeah, what but, you said? No, it's absolutely what I was picking up, which was, I felt there was a choice to be made. Um, one of which, uh, I want to say trust your intuitive side, Vince, because although one may not seem to offer very much on the outset, it actually has a lot more to offer in the longer term. But it will be a matter of your choice, which you decide uh, is best for you. Um, I can't make that decision for you. Obviously, the spirit won't. But what they're saying to me is that um, you will come out of it with a smile on your face, whichever direction you choose to go in. But there will be two, Woo! at least two offers in front of you. Yeah. One new and one past. You know okay. what, though? What really sad, what's really sad for me, Vince, but then you can listen to it in an archive, is once you all get jobs, then we're, to, we're chopped liver. Because then, you know, uh, you are working when we are on. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword for us. We're so happy. We're, we're going to jump for joy. Of course, I'm kidding. That you're, you know, you've got a job and you're going to be working. You're going to have fun. But we'll be sad if you don't listen to the show. So remember, when you do get this job, and I don't know why I'm saying this, so it obviously means you're going to be working at the hours that we're on, um, you or somewhere around there you will be able to listen to archives and you can always send me a note or us a note um, in, um, in the, our email so that we can keep in touch with you. So I feel like you got an, a great answer and I'm very excited for you. So Brenda, did you want to add anything before I actually move on? Yeah. The only thing that I wanted to say about this is I slightly remember picking up something about workers comp with you or do you have a claim? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have a claim, and um, you know, I'm still waiting for all the red tape to clear so I can get some money to keep going. 
Okay, um, so my, my thought on that is this. You have to follow. I, I feel the same as Jerry. I feel the two opportunities. But I feel like I don't want to go back. You know, I want to go forward and pick the new thing. However, in the legal ramifications of this case, follow the legal part of this because it, it goes back to what I said last week, I think, if I remember yeah, correctly. you did. But you I did. feel like don't, don't go back. Uh, you know, I, I feel don't go back. But if they say you have to go back because of a legal situation, you know, because of they're offering you this job back, if you don't go back, they're going to da-da-da, then you might have to go back for a little bit, but then I feel like you're moving forward after that. So if that if that makes sense to you. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And, and wherever you – well, and wherever you end up, I feel like you'll be happy. I really do. I feel like you're going to be happy because you're going to be happy you're working, and uh, I, I feel like um, – you won't be so alone, feeling so alone, and I just feel that with you. So um, I hope that that helps you, Vince, because I'm going to have to move on at this point. But I have, to, I hope that helps you. Yeah, it does. And I want to, I do want to leave you with one um, song too. Um, it's from um, Elton John. His very first album was called Empty Sky, and there's. Um, um, one song on there that is just beautiful. It's called Skyline Pigeon, and you guys got to go on YouTube and see it because it's it's such an amazing song, and it's about um, um, finally letting go of like maybe someone who has died and and watching them soar the skies, and it's just a beautiful, oh. beautiful song. And um, I love yeah, that. So that I, yeah, so that one you would love it if you if you hear it you would love it. There's a lot of great songs on that album, but that that one to me is the tops of them all. Um, and it's his very first album that he did. So well, I you, love you that. Should, uh, I saw. Yeah, I'm an old rocker, so I've seen like mm-hmm. I've seen. I won't even go into this, but I've seen the Who just recently, probably about six years ago. And I was shocked. I mean, mm. I was screaming. Oh, my gosh. They were just like they were. There's some groups that aren't, but they were just like they were when I was a kid. And I rocked the house when I was on the fourth row. I, Elton John, I saw him. But he would see, again, he lost his voice. Be, you know, I mean, uh, I wasn't thrilled with him. But, my gosh, how old is he? So, or the, you know, but some yeah. people do better than he did. He, but his first album was probably a knockout. So yes, we'll we'll definitely. I'm sure Jerry, he's that age. He'll probably remember that, <laughs> that song. Hey Jerry, uh-huh, do you remember that song? Uh-huh. Well, Roger Daltrey <laughs> sang. Uh, Roger Daltrey did the solo album uh, many years ago, and one one song that I just love from that solo is called um, "After the Fire." Um, because they yeah. used it on, um, they used it on one of those, uh, one of that show that, um, I'm trying to remember, Miami Vice show. Um, and it's yes, such I a beautiful song. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful song. Alan Parsons from the Alan Parsons project. Okay. Well, I've got to move on since I could talk to you okay. forever. I do want everybody to know that, um, just give us a call back because we know you'll be around, I hope for a while anyway, until your job yes. makes sense. Definitely. But all right, I am all going right. to put you on hold. 
All right. Thanks, Vince. I got to tell everybody. Oh, now I forgot what I was going to tell everybody. It was something about um, songs and music, but whatever it is, I guess I'll remember the next time. See, I've got fleeting moments, guys. Um, Is there anything anybody wants to say before I move to the next caller? Hey, Bonnie, I texted you something. I'm going to step away for a second, but I texted you something. Can you read that, please? Okay, I will. Is it that you have to go TT and you didn't want anybody to know? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be Um, right back. Okay, um, I will, um, okay. So Bob wrote something in chat, and Jerry, I'm going to read this off to you. It says, I no longer, right, um, I, I, so something about um, the platform. Well, we're sorry to see you go, Bob, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, anyway, I am going to pick up 561, you've been on for a while, and I know that, and I appreciate 561 and 203 for sticking in with me, and and I see everybody else. So 561, you are on with us. How can we help you? Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everyone. Hi. Who are we speaking with? Hi, this is Stacy. Stacy. Hi, Stacy. How are you today? I'm hanging in there. <laughs> I feel like I'm hotter than the sun right now, <laughs> but I'm good. Thank you. Well, I am so glad. So, so tell us what you feel about our subject today. About the good and evil. Yeah, well, not good and evil, but about, um, about because now we're not going to do that, but what about um, which you could do, I guess, but it was about reincarnation. What do you feel about reincarnation? I I, I do believe in the reincarnation. Um, the, the reason I've had this experience, I know people might think I'm crazy. My family thought I was crazy. I was at this location, and I saw this woman, and she was the direct replica of my grandmother. And I kept staring wow. at her and staring at her. And finally, she, I guess she couldn't take it anymore. And she's like, what's going on? I said, ma'am, I, I don't mean to freak you out or anything, but you look just like my grandmother. Every bit, everything, just the younger version. And she was like, oh, I think she got chills. And then That's- it happened again. Another time I was at Sam's pumping gas, and I just happened to look up, and I saw this woman, and I looked and like, I caught myself saying, Grandma? And she looked at me, uh, but it's happened occasions. So well, I I'm going to let Jeff. Well, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you do, because it absolutely exists. I mean, in my brain it does, and my my infinite brain or whatever, I do believe that we, you know, it's too, there's too many people with too many, you know, feelings that they've already told us, too many things we can go back, and Jerry can tell you because he's a hypnotherapist, back and see. And so to me, that's wonderful. But what really sticks out, and I'm going to talk to Jerry about this in a minute with you, is that you keep seeing your grandma. Jerry, what do you feel about that? That's the key for me. Yeah, that's really interesting, Stacey, because there's obviously a real strong 
spiritual connection with you and your grandma, even if you didn't know her. Uh, and often, more often than not, it's people that we didn't necessarily have a, a strong rela- uh, relationship with, but uh, in order for you to keep seeing her, there had to be some unfinished business on her side somewhere. But you have to bear in mind that when, if if you believe in reincarnation, which you said you do, that if we, and again, this is purely my uh, opinion, that when we come back, our memories are erased anyway, so that we would have no recall of what of why we were called back or why we have been given the opportunity to come back. But there are a lot of other characteristics. Um, looks, um, mannerisms, uh, way of speaking, etc., that can just make you think, "My goodness me, you are you're my grandmother reincarnated." So, unfinished business on her behalf is what I would suggest. Yeah, and I feel that you know, I also feel that, uh, and then I'll let you ask your question. But I also feel that you seeing your grandma means that there is something, and like Jerry said, unfinished business that you might be, uh, that your grandma might be trying to get through to you about. And I keep hearing that it's got to be, and I don't know why, but I think, I feel it's your career. So um, yes. I, it would be yes. interesting. That was, yeah. So I feel like there is something you need to look at and listen, and especially this month, about where you're moving career-wise. And your grandma is trying to give you all that information. And when I feel like spirits come, Jared, you can probably weigh in on this, but I know with me, if I'm not on the right track, he usually doesn't come, even though I want him to come all the time. I want him to be around. But when I'm doing something that he feels might need to be tweaked or changed, that's when I start feeling about thinking, what am I doing? What is he trying to tell me? What's going on with my kids? That's my first thing. So what about your career, Stacey, that is, is coming up that she wants you to look at? Well, I have put in so many applications, I'm like discouraged. But the thing about it is not necessarily discouraged. I just want to do something where it's in the nonprofit arena helping others, you know, and I find my question in myself, what is it that I really want to do? You know, because it's like I like to move around. I'm not the office setting. I go in, do what I have to do, and be out in the field. But I want to be hands-on, and I keep um, saying, I keep putting the desires out there, and I keep manifesting and this is what I want to do. I have made my intentions known, and I'm specific in what I'm asking for. But it's just to the point where I'm like, am I ever going to get it? What's happening here? You know, I'm I'm getting it's very stagnant right now. Can I? Okay, Jared, do you have any? Can you weigh in on this? Because I'm going to ask her real quick. What are you? Because the first thing I'm coming up with is there's plenty of fields in the caring, helping field that that I don't know education-wise if you can do it, but that you need to look at. Because if you're looking to help people and you're looking to do all that, there's two different venues to look at. And one is going to be what I do, which is nursing in any form, and the other is psychologist or 
uh, life coach to help people that way. And that are they're paid, they're movable, you can get a job anywhere, and they're absolutely the most helping careers besides doctors and anything. And believe me, that, that umbrella holds anything in healthcare. So I'm not sure what your education is as far as that goes, but you might be looking at... Health management, supervision and, and management. Okay. So you're in healthcare management, and concentration right? on healthcare, though. Yes. I'm in the healthcare field. Okay. But so here's what they're bringing. Like where here's I've what been. they're bringing. Up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're only going to be in offices. You do know that with that. And I just talked somebody's daughter into going into from healthcare. It was only two years. And you could probably do it in, in, online in 18 months or 12 months into the nursing field. She's now an ICU nurse. She's never been happier in her life. She also has the degree to be a healthcare and to do like manage a hospital or manage. But she is so much more ha- so much happier that she did it. And she didn't want to do it. She said, okay, fine. She has excelled. She's in now, which is shocking. She said, I don't think I can do it. I wasn't good in school. It doesn't matter. You do it. You take the T's, you get in, you, you, and with you with a degree, you're not going to have to do half of that. So get in, and junior colleges have them because you only need the nursing part of it. You really don't need the bachelor part of it because you can merge them. So, um, and that's what she did. Now, I'm not saying you have to be a nurse, but that was something I really encouraged her to do because she loved people and wanted to help. There's all kinds of other fields in, in, in nursing that, that umbrella that from PT and OT to speech path and physical therapy. But nursing gives you that availability to go anywhere, anytime, and do anything that pays you pretty well. So I feel like maybe your grandmother, and she's not telling you what to do because I would be the one telling you what to do, but she's not telling you that, but you're looking in the wrong areas, what I feel. You're, you, look, you have the right degree, but you're not looking in the right place. So let's see what Jerry says. Jerry? Uh, I just want to say that, that, of course, one of the other things that uh, we can experience is if we see uh, the physical aspects in another person that reminds us of somebody that's passed over that could also be an instance of transfiguration which I'm not going to go into here because that's another subject oh completely. yeah I love that uh, yeah. yeah I love what I would like to know Stacey yeah. is, is what is your date of birth I need to look at your timeline for you <laughs> it is December 16th need the year uh, just hang on a minute, Robert. Yes, please. And the, and, the, and the year, please. Yes. 72. Seven. That's a one. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Um, what I was uh, picking up from uh, Spirit was that I feel that you could be working for some sort of charity. Um, it's along along the lines of what Bonnie was describing, but I also feel that and I want to use the words medical charity or something very similar, it also is going, can give you the opportunity to work abroad. Uh, and I'm looking at third world countries. So I feel mm-hmm. that if you were to put your energy into that side of things, now when is this likely with your timeline? Um, I don't feel it's this year. However, next year, is definitely the year for you when working with the law of attraction brings results. Um, you're looking at February, March, April of next year as being three very strong months for change and transformation within your career path. 
Um, and I also can see that you can still have time to gain uh, any other professional qualifications that you might feel drawn to. Um, but there's definitely a lot. I keep hearing the word charity, so it and it's big. It's a big. It's a big, well-known charity like um, Médecins Sans Frontières, uh, something along those lines. And I definitely can see that sort of opportunity being around you. But I feel it's as I said, it's next year rather than this. Okay. You know, I, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna just say something. I've got Bryn here. Bryn, I don't see your number. It's not come up, or I would have picked you up. Bryn's upset that he's been hanging in, and I do adore Bryn. Bryn, I do not see your number, and I didn't see it, or you know I would have picked you up. So I'm sorry. I know I interrupted you, Stacy, but um, I, I just I don't want I people mad at me in chat. So. Um, you know, I agree with you. I also have um, Kelly on, so she could probably do that. You know, I'm thinking, Jerry, a big organization that would be in the medical field if she doesn't want to go back and and, and get something that I think would be more stable is, um, you know, I keep I keep seeing the American Breast Cancer Association. So that would be something that, um, you know, that you could look into or the American Heart Association. So why they stuck those two with me, I don't know. Thing that you either applied to or look to apply to. Okay. So, you know, my, 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 a big organization like Jerry's talking about are those. I mean, you know, those are the big, big, big heavy hitters. So uh, I mm-hmm. just, you know, for me, I go to the 3D world when I do that. Um, and, you know, uh, nonprofits are great, but you can also give back in other ways, too. And you have to make a living. I know you do when you work for a non- yeah. nonprofit. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you have the nonprofit, but at the same time, you know, it, it has to be a sustainable income and, you know, Social Security, retirement, all that good stuff, you know. So I have to take all those into consideration as well. Like, yeah, loving what you do, but then make it work <laughs> at the same time. Uh, I agree. That's why I'm telling you that your license, I know how it is. I've seen many people. I'm a nurse myself. Um, I see what happens with people who go into that field, the healthcare um, administration type licenses, and they come out and there's nowhere for them to go. And then they get into offices and get into jobs at running offices and do all this, and they hate it. So for me, you know, you have to really weigh what, you know, what you're really looking for. If you're looking to help people, well, what careers can you use? And I don't want to reiterate what I, f- I feel like you should do. Yeah. But if Jerry says there's not profits coming in and that's what you want, then you could do both. You could be, you could do, you know, and now everything's online. My son didn't do it, but a lot of the nurses I found in the hospital did it online. So you can start a class online and keep going while you're doing your um, looking and doing your um, nonprofit. I always believe in choices. So get something that's more stable and then continue with your dream. Cause I think, I feel like when you do uh, move to the next stage and I don't know if you're going to, it'll make you much happier in your life. So I do have to move on. But I have all these people yelling at me. So um, I, I hope we've answered your question. And wait a minute. I am going to put Kelly on because Kelly has been chomping at the bit, and I didn't see her at the bottom. Hey, Kel. 
Hey, good morning. Hi. Do you have anything? I think you were telling me something about Stacy. So. Oh yeah, no, it was just uh, I, I just said remember, remember uh, if she's ever seen The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, either the DVD or the book. Uh, the one guy that was on there, John Asteretti, something like that. Um, it took five years for his um, thing that he was manifesting on his vision board for it to come to fruition. So, you know, just because something doesn't happen right away, don't give up. Um, you know, you just keep on keeping on and going forward with it because if you, you know, keep moving forward with it, it will eventually happen. I love that. I love that sentiment. Okay, got to move on, Stacey. Have a great day. <laughs> you as well. Thank you, Bye. Bonnie. Thank hey, you, Bonnie. Bye. Yes. Yes. Hey, um, yes. Bryn yes. is 212, but he said he logged in 15 minutes before the show. And I said back to him, I wonder if there's some sort of glitch in the system with here. blocks. Well, no, what I'm saying is I wonder if there's some sort of glitch in the system because he signed in 15 minutes before the show. So maybe there's a glitch uh, when know. you log in versus when he's waiting. I wonder if there's some sort of a delay or glitch. So I ask him if well, he called Brenda, back in. Brenda, you wouldn't, we weren't here in the beginning. He couldn't hear, and I, we had to tell him to really log back in. I never saw him the first time. So I don't feel it's on our end, and Jerry will remember. I feel it's on Bryn's end, and that's what I asked Bo, too, to do, because she was in there to explain to him that everybody else can hear. So it's because there is a glitch on his end. I would love to to say there's a glitch on mine. You know how blog talk is. You never can. But it's weird that I would see everybody but just not Bryn. So I feel like, and everyone else heard, so I'm assuming that it's on Bryn's end, and I'm sorry for that. I hope he calls back in because, you know, I adore Bryn. But it isn't anything intentional. He would have been taken. I know how long he, he – when he was in chat, but I did not see him on the board. And then if you looked in chat, he kept saying he couldn't hear, he couldn't hear, he couldn't hear. There's got to be something on his end calling it the blog talk. Cause I, yeah, I've he just never said just now board. he said he's in the queue. So I'm just kind of reporting what's being said. So I, I, I tell him I, I – Tell him I see no number in the queue with his with his two one two. I see none. So I'm going to take a picture of it right now so I can show everybody that I wouldn't do that, Bryn. I wouldn't do that to you, um, and you know that I wouldn't do that to you. So um, if there's anything, the only thing I can tell you is if you want to call in right now, maybe I would be able to pick you up. But the last phone number on my list is Kelly, and that's the 307 number. Looking at all of the numbers, there is no 212 looking at it. So, Bren, please, you know, don't think that it was on purpose. You know better because I just, you know, always adore you. So um, you either can call in and let's see if I can pick you up at this point. Is Okay. And his his number was 212. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's Mm-hmm. Two one two. Don't have it. I still don't. I still don't have it. Bryn, text me or you know or email me bealbers seven one four at aol dot com and let's talk. Okay. Um, I am going to pick up the next caller and the next caller is two o three. Two o three. You are on with me and with my group. Hi. Ah. So that one. Okay. So he's off. 
708, you are on. Why? Okay, 203 is, is obviously Hi, Bonnie. driving. Hi, who am I speaking with? This is Barbara. It's been a while. It's been a minute since I've uh, been able to call in. Hi, Barbara. How are you doing? I'm glad it's only been a minute because you do know in the spirit world there is no time. So, hey, let's enjoy the minute, right? There you go. <laughs> what, what would you like us to look at for you today, Barbara? Or what would you like to uh, to talk to us about? Is, would you like to uh, mention anything that we've talked about? Um, I don't know. There's so many things that I was thinking about, the little nuggets that I pick up along the way um, that everybody um, places, you know. Um, there's just a lot. Um, but what I was thinking for today, I've had, um, I've had health issues and, um, but I'm, and I really looked at them positively and they're, they're serious, very serious. Okay. And I don't look at serious and I don't look at, uh, lower energy, put it that way. Okay. And I I keep, I keep envisioning this um, healthier, productive, and, you know, um, way that I could be, or the way that I am being, not just that I could be, to look at myself whole, healthy, intact, and moving in the direction I want to. So I guess I really wanted to know what everybody um, could see for me going forward. Um, because I have a big, um, I'm, and I'm hoping, Bonnie, I'm hoping that the universe and all my intention and all my energy um, is going to rewrite history for me. I, you know, I'm all about um, about positivity. You know that. This show is all about, we we look at the positive side of life and the positive side of death. I mean, you know, we <laughs> there is positives on everything. So I totally yep. want that for you. And I am going to hand you over to our medical intuitive, actually, who is sitting right here, and that's Brenda Brand. We also have Kelly, who's a healer. I know Jerry and I will be sitting there weighing in. But, Brenda, this one's for you, babe, and then we'll go to Kelly. I am so, so sorry I did not hear the the entire question. What was the question? Go ahead. What do you, what do you um, for me going forward, I have a serious health condition that I don't label, okay, and um, just what positive outcomes do you see for me? Um, so or any outcomes, I shouldn't say. I, or any I, you know, I just like to to focus on the positive. So excuse me. Well, no, I do feel positive because you stay in the positive and you're not labeling it and you're not owning it. So that's part of the the whole process here in in healing. Um, I do feel not knowing what your diagnosis is. Uh, I feel like breakthroughs for you. Um, and and I feel like you're using two sides. So I'm I'm seeing you using Western medicine. I'm also seeing you use on a more holistic approach too. So I feel like that's a good blend 
for you in this situation, but your attitude is everything, and I would just ask the angels to come in. The outcome, I feel, is positive. Is um, It feels like healing going on. Continue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna weigh in on this, and then because you know, um, you know, I always have something to say, and then I'm gonna let Kelly do it. But you know, I'm about Eastern Western. I don't believe one works without the other. I I don't. I you can say one thing or another, but I see what happens when you only rely on one and not the other. The blend has to be there. So for me. Um, I, I, you know, I have a very positive out, outlook when I look at health issues, uh, but I'm also realistic. So if you need to do Eastern Western, you do both sides of it for this. And you make sure that you don't look at one and say, oh, well, I'm just going to go with this one and not look at the other. I believe that there has to be a combination for you, which is what I, I, I feel like Brenda was saying to you. So where you have to be positive for me, and I'm a nurse, is to say, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to try it. I'm going to beat this no matter what. But you have to look in reality and see what reality says to you, that you have to do what you can do, what you won't accept, but, and what you will accept. So when people say, oh, they're always in positive attitudes, I have known somebody who did that. They stayed in a positive attitude but didn't look at the outcome that could happen if they didn't do certain things. So I don't want you to look with rose-colored glasses. I want you to look with rose-colored and green-colored glasses. Look at reality. Look at what this offered to you from both sides, and it has to be both. Please do not do one without the other. And I'm about a 3D medicine more. So for me, I know that 3D has to be done in conjunction with Eastern. Is it Eastern? Because we're Western. I don't know what it is. Um, So please, what I'm hearing is do not be so positive that you're not going to look at reality. So if you understand what I'm saying. Oh, I totally, yeah, I do. Yep. I totally, okay. absolutely spot on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. And it's, now I'm going to give you. Just, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm listening to you. Oh, who was talking? I wasn't. But was there somebody else talking besides you? Go ahead, Barb. Yeah, ahead. I'm trying I'm trying to, um, um, it was, it was um, very hard. It was very hard. Um to uh, overwhelming and, and at times um, the negative at nights in particular is um, just overwhelming just overwhelming and yeah that that steel mind I have correct Jerry when I want we know um, I just keep being a warrior Jerry, or uh, go ahead. Yeah, since she I mentioned know, your name, uh, there you go. go ahead. I, I I know this lady. I know this lady well. I know how single-minded and determined uh, she has been and will be. Uh, there's one thing I do agree on, though, uh, which is that 
it's absolutely brilliant to have that positive mental attitude that says, I will not accept. And quite rightly so. Why should you accept something that has been, in some respects, forced upon you, rather than it certainly hasn't been through choice, that, that's a definite. Um, however, at the same time, it's opening up to uh, the ascended masters in spirit who can show you the right healing path that will help you with this particular situation. So there is a balance to be had between conventional medicine and alternative therapy. There's something in there somewhere that I feel is going to be shown to you either within two weeks or two months to make you go, ah, that could well be the missing piece of the jigsaw. Um, but also, oh, Paul, you said there is... There is, there is an outcome that you also need to focus on. And one of the other big parts, in my opinion, uh, of having that positive mental attitude is having the positive mental acceptance. And I've known that worked wonders for people. So I know, do I know how determined you are? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Because without Me determination too. and without Jerry telling you, it would be a tough world, let me tell you. So I love that. And I love how you are so happy as far as, I know you're not happy about your diagnosis, but happy about life and being positive. It, 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 I tell everybody every day, you can, the old saying, take lemons and make lemonade. I hate lemons, but I don't love lemonade. But the thing is that I, I just, I love when you see something and you take a negative and you put it in the challenge category. When you put it in the challenge category, who does it, who isn't up for a challenge? So you go and you hit that with that challenge, honey, and you stay in that positive frame. Okay? Yeah, that's what I tell yeah, that's what I tell myself. And I also said, well, for anybody that's got any health condition, I can eat live food and live or I can eat out of a box and die. That's it. I it's right. That's right. You know and so you are so good. Oh, Those are the little things that I keep trying to, you know, little nuggets along the way and moving more and not having so much, you know, pain and movement and be grateful, be grateful, grateful, grateful every night. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Not just at night, but, you know, as you're going through your process. Absolutely. Well, I love it at night because then you can like dream on it or you can, you can marinate yourself on it or whatever, because at nighttime, that's when right. I like feel like I want to do all that daytime. I'm just too busy think, you know, feeling, thinking, whatever you want to say I'm doing. Um, and half the time I miss it. So at night is when, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking or feeling about things and I do both. I then that's more of the act that I'm going to do. So I get the night thing. Um, Kelly, do you have anything to add? Because I want to I want to get into chat real quick. So go ahead. Yes, absolutely do. I got some specifics, and it sounds like um, sounds like you've read and heard some of these. It's like that attitude of gratitude. Um, you know, I'm I'm a fan of. You're singing Kelly's awesome. song there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, it's like if you haven't seen or read, you know, the seen the Rhonda Byrne DVD or um, read that book, 
Uh, there's also a gentleman in there by the name of Marvin Goodman. It's M-A-R-V-I-N Goodman, G-O-O-D-M-A-N. And he is called the Miracle Man because he crashed a plane. His spine was, you know, totally messed up. He, you know, he came to in a hospital bed on a respirator. And he was, you know, the doctors told him he was going to be a vegetable for the rest of his life. And all he could do was blink his eyes, literally. And he told him no, you know, with blinking his eyes. He said, no, I'm going to walk out of here. It took him eight months. It took eight months, but he said, you know, when you have your, one of the things he says, when you have your mind, you can do anything. And he did. He walked out of the hospital in eight months before Christmas. So it's a really, you know, and he's a motivational speaker, obviously. Um, but it's worth, you know, having a look at that. Also, the, you know, when you don't know what to do with yourself at night, Anthony Robbins, get yourself a, um, a notebook and it's like you write totally positive statements like um and he says like you know to write them like i don't know, I think it's like 21 times a day or 28 times a day you know you so you get a notebook page and you write things like i am totally healthy um you know my body is in a state of ease things like that so it's like you never mention the word not you never you never say not you always put things in a totally positive thing and it goes right along with the joel osteen i am stuff um and who is the other one there was the other, there's, there was one, oh, um, there's, a, there's a healthy beverage company called OG, because this would be the, the physical side of it. Um, they have a green tea, and they have coffee, they have some other stuff, they have pastels, and it's made with Ganoderma. And it's like I would, you know, highly encourage anybody to check that out, uh, because that would be a physical component of, um, you know, assisting your body to heal on the physical. So. You know, because it sounds like you got the yeah. you got the positive image stuff going, but it's like if you want some more inspiration, there's some other you know sources of inspiration that are really fantastic. Oh, I you love know, that. Um, Thank you so much. Absolutely, Kelly. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, everyone here is is amazing. But and Kelly is one of the best healers I know. We're all healers, but I have seen her work. I've seen everybody's work. So. But you know she she has great great tips and and her and Jerry and I and, and Brenda and Grant we all work together so it, it, it's it's a really good thing. Anyway, um, I hope Barb that we've given you some things to chew on and you know please keep in touch with us because we're all positive and we want positive things for you but we're going to make you live in reality in the positive realm. So <laughs> please call in and let us know how you're doing. In fact, one of uh, Barb, one of the people in chat, I'm going to put you on hold, but I want you to listen. One of the people on chat, um, in chat, ha- and then I'll bring you back in if you want me to, but one of the people in chat, the door healer, says she totally can relate. So I absolutely love healer. You know that healer, you're supposed to be on the show. I love that you're in chat, and oh my gosh, I would miss you to see you, not see you there, but you know, you belong on the show, girl. So hopefully um, we don't have a whole lot of time left, and I'm going to be talking about a few things. But you need to jump on because you make a difference, and we are glad you're here. And Kia, we love you too. It said I'm in queue 510, and I'm just looking. And I okay, I did pick you up, and you didn't answer. So I'm going to get I'm going to grab you real quick. But could you please answer ask a question? I'm not going to be able to talk much about it, but let's get you in here. And and that way, because um, I, I, I'm getting all kinds of stuff that I didn't yes. tell people. Hi, Tia. Hi there, yes. 
Yeah, this is Shree. Okay, this is Camille. Yeah. I didn't pick up because I, I heard you announce someone else's area code. So I'm like, it couldn't possibly be me because she didn't say 510. But no, the energy that I wanted, I am involved with a man by the name of Benjamin and just curious what you all are picking up about me and my romance with Benjamin. Benjamin. Well, you know, I have to tell you, you know that old saying, uh, show me the Benjamins? It's all about money. (laughs) So I don't know why they show me the Benjamins. So, I mean, that's the old, I don't even know what movie it is, but it's show me the Benjamins. So when you said Benjamin, the only thing I came to is money. But, Jerry, are you picking anything up or uh, Kelly, I don't, uh, Brenda, I don't know if you are here. Brenda, if you are here, are you guys picking anything up? But when I say show me the Benjamins, it means money. Um, does he, this, what kind of job does he have? Can I ask? Yeah, you can ask. He is a, he's a musician. <laughs> show me the Benjamins. Okay. I love that. I love musicians. So, you know, it's going to be hard for me to look at you and say, ah, what about Benjamin? But I, I feel like, am I hearing, Benjamin isn't all, you know, maybe he holds things back from you. So what is the, is you asking us about your relationship with him? Is that what you're asking? I'm going yeah. to answer just a small thing. What I what I got on this was um, enjoy it while it lasts, uh, but there actually yes. is somebody who is better suited and better matched for you that will be along when this run is over. Okay. I I you know we don't this again this is a positive show but I like the Benjamin but you know it's just not going to be for me the Benjamin like. What Kelly just said, and I love her group, by the way, and if her group's saying it, you need to take, you need to write this down. Um, I just believe that he, I keep hearing he's not all cracked up to what, to be what he is. So he's not, what is that saying and why my brain isn't, um, he's not all this cracked up to be. What I would say with that is like Kelly said, enjoy your ride. You never know. I mean, people do change, but I just don't see him, um, committing to what you would want so for for me again he the energy will have to change for me to change my answer but right now i'm going to say um enjoy the ride but there is someone else coming for you and it actually might be at the end of that ride like what kelly said that it actually might be somebody um that you could meet maybe as part of that musical team. I don't know. I don't know why they're showing that to me. So whether it's that you like music so much that you're listening to him and somewhere in there would be, um, would be somebody that you're going to meet. But I, I believe have a good time. If the energy changes with him, great. But right now I wouldn't look at anything real serious. Jerry, what are you picking up? What I was saying uh, was um, either a group or a band. I also feel that he should be uh, composing his own music somewhere. Uh, as a human being, uh, I have to agree, I'm afraid, which is I feel that there is something holding back. Now, either mm-hmm. one of you's not long been out of a relationship or there's a loss and there's a loss attached somewhere. 
uh, and I feel that uh, with Benjamin, there is something else that he's either not able to talk about or not willing to talk about just yet. Yeah. It's obviously is a yeah. matter of choice as to whether you feel that you wish to continue on the longer term with this, but I feel the road ahead could be uh, quite difficult or it'll certainly present you with a few challenges. Um, I feel that you probably wear your heart on your sleeve or you say it how it is. Although I didn't feel that was with, with, um, with Benjamin. Um, is there's, there's always some, it, we always say there's someone else. Uh, uh, yes, there is, but it's whether or not you feel that Benjamin is worth the work and the effort that I also do see you having to put into this relationship. Because the first word yeah. I heard was, it's a bit one-sided. Um, but certainly give it a little while to see, and I, I just feel the truth comes to surface and then it will be for you to decide whether it's, okay, we need to work with this together or, okay, well, I can't really handle this right now and I need to move on. Uh, but I do agree with um, with what the others have said, I'm afraid, my lovely. Well, you know what, Jerry? What's interesting oh. about that, and I know I'm I'm leaving you out there, girlfriend, but, um, you know, when I hear show me the Benjamins and you said there's something that might come to light, <laughs> maybe show me the Benjamins means that, oh, I love my guys, means that there's something you're going to find out or see, like Jerry said, that's going to come to light, and then you'll have a choice to make. So maybe that's why it says show me the Benjamin, meaning that you don't really see some part of him that you're going to need to see. So, uh, and, and, you know, it, it's all about choices. And like I said, if his energy changes and your energy changes, it could work. But what I'm picking up is there's a lot more to the story than you see, than to your eye. So I hope that's helped you. And I'm sorry you waited so long. I did pick you up, I remember, but I didn't hear anything. And if I said the wrong, it, today has been crazy. Yeah. So if I... If I, and, and call back, you know, we'll, we, things change, but I can tell you that we're all picking up the same thing. But does that mean that you should not go with Benjamin or you should not see him? No, that just means that I just be careful, tread lightly, because things are going to start popping up, okay? And you'll decide whether he's for you or not, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. You know, I, I, I just, you know, I... We have 90 seconds, so I'm going to end the show because I am walking out the door. I do want to say thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly, you know, you always rock the house, and Jerry, you always rock the house. Again, if you want to get a hold of either one of those two people, Jerry gave you his, it's Jerry Humphreys, 67, I want to say 69, but it's 67 at Outlook.com if I can give that, Jerry. Or if you can't get a hold of him through that, and that was too um, fast for you, please get a hold of me, balber714 at AOL.com, and the same thing for Kelly. She'll give you her phone number, or, or you can actually get a hold of me. Again, I'm on Instagram every morning, probably between 9 and 11, you'll see me on there. I, I, I am doing it, and, and Jerry, hopefully you'll pop in, and I'll pick you up. Grant's been doing it. Kelly, if you get on it pop in um, and we can do some readings there but we also discuss things and I love it because you can see me live so thank you Kelly do you want to give your phone number sure it's uh, 307-761-4595 and a text is better um, initially and just you know text and say hi I'm from the show 
um, you know, something like that. And we'll see where we can go and get stuff set up. It's like summer's gotten a bit hectic, but I'm really working at trying to make time um, <laughs> in the schedule to do like one or two a week. Yes, because Atlantean life and birth cards are like amazing stuff. You never, ever had a reading like that as far as that. I, you know, I make her do it for me every birthday. And, Jerry, you should have made her do it for you. Um, but uh, her healing abilities are great, too. Jerry, he rocks the house in every medium, psychic, pets, humans, God only knows. And, and if you're in the U.K., he also does, uh, you know, hypnotherapy. And you'd have to get with him with that. But he does so many things. We all appreciate you, Brenda Brand. She's a medical intuitive, medium psychic. She also does uh, great work. Um, and so you can actually email her at Ghost Diggers. Um, Ghost Diggers, do you remember what it was, Jared? Ghost Diggers at gmail.com or something like that. But if you don't get a hold of her, get a hold of me. What was Go ahead. Yes, yeah, it's, it's at gmail.com, yeah. Okay. So you can write her. I want to thank everybody being here. I want to thank you all. And thanks for bearing with me. I know there are people who wrote in that they could not get a hold of us, me, because I didn't pick them up. Sometimes I can't see your number. We have so many people. Getting here early is great. I love that you get here early. But if I don't see your number, the problem is I'm not going to be able to pick you up. Sometimes it doesn't come through, and I don't know why. But if it, if it doesn't, please get to me earlier. And so, and so let's see if we can figure it out. So for everyone, thank you for coming. Healer, I love you. You need to be on the show. And Bryn, I am really sorry. I did not see your number, still don't see it. So it's got to be on your side, and I don't know what else to say. Um, most of the time I do blame blog talk, but this time I'm not sure. Jerry, I love you. You know that. I'll see you next Tuesday. Next Monday I actually have a show I'm putting on. I have the girl who I sh- – featured probably six, seven years ago, Laura Perrette. She is a light, light, um, light language, the language of light and quantum language. It's about healing your DNA and RNA. It's unbelievable. She's unbelievable. And please join me Monday. It is a special show at uh, 1030 to 1230. And let's take and hear Laura. She, you can look her up, laurapurette.com. And you can see how wonderful she is. I'll see you Monday. Bye. Bye, Jer. Bye, Kelly. Bye. Bye. Bye.